Every day, thousands of people wander through life looking for the answer to the ultimate question, why? Today, you've come to the place that also searches for those very same answers. The Fat Man's Guide Podcast. Chapter 4. Lessons Learned from the Tiger King. Hey guys, welcome back to the uh, Fat Man's Guide podcast. Um, before we get things going again, I want to thank you all for being here. I want to thank you for supporting. Please like and subscribe uh, to the channels, whether it be uh, anything that we're, we're, we're streaming this on. It could be YouTube, um, Spotify, Podbean, um, Stitcher, CastBox. Here hopefully soon we're going to be on the uh, the I platform uh, as soon as they approve the podcast. But uh, again, uh, please, please, please also share. If you think there's someone that would find this to be an entertaining thing, share this with them. Um, and please also, you know, write a comment, leave a comment, something as far as if you think uh, doing an okay job. Um, if there's something you'd like to have me talk about, uh, please leave a review. If you're on the podcast uh, stuff, it just helps me uh, kind of build this a little bit. Um, now today we uh, we we have uh, the the Tiger King, all right. And I know some of you folks. Let me let me start this by saying I was not planning on watching Tiger King. Uh, it wasn't until the memes when people started putting memes on social media. Uh, there's you know how terrible you feel if you don't know what a meme means, and you're like. What it mean i want to laugh um and that that's really what got me into the tiger king well that and i really like tigers but um that's what got me into the tiger king because i had to understand what was going on in these meme jokes and uh so i decided one day with the, with the wife hey you know what let's let's watch the tiger king and uh so we decided to now I'm not going to go super crazy on like the episodes and specific stuff in Tiger King because if you've watched it, you already know. And if you haven't watched it, I don't want to ruin it for you. And I would say this. In retrospect, other than having something to talk about and other than having um, uh, knowing the memes, I don't need to watch Tiger King a second time. Um, realistically, reality TV is this scourge that we have as human beings, especially in America, but all over the world. Everyone loves reality TV. And it's because we can watch people go through things that we don't have to go through, but we do know how we would feel. When you watch a reality TV show, you understand how scared or sad or angry you would you would be. That's why we love social media. That's why some of you folks live and die on, on Facebook, right? Um, and, and you're posting all your stuff and you think you have to, I don't know, Insta, uh, Insta, Twitter, your meals, right? I mean, like, I, I don't, I don't get why people think they need to do that, but they do. And see, we live in this world of reality TV. And, uh, so when you look at the Tiger King, the reason the Tiger King was such a smash, other than the fact that we're all trapped in our houses because of COVID-19, which by the way, they couldn't have had a more perfect time to drop that show. All right. Right in the middle of it. But one of the reasons that that, re, that Tiger King um, resonates with people so much is because of the drama. And not only just the drama, but reality, this reality show, a lot of times, like if you watch The Bachelor, right, or The Bachelorette, which, by the way, I want to make sure I say this, I have never watched one. But I can get the idea from seeing a commercial. These are all beautiful, probably intelligent, rich, more importantly for a number of these people, individuals who... A lot of maybe the middle or lower class, which I'm part of, might strive to be like them. 
But see, the beauty of Tiger King was the fact that, and I know that some people might not like what I'm about to say, but I'm from the backwoods, so I'll just say it. If you gave three lower class, middle class, and upper class white trailer trash people a million dollars, they would make a freaking Tiger Park. Let's be really honest. Um, no one in a trailer trash situation is going to be smart with a million dollars. Okay, they're going to buy a big rig and buy me some tigers. All right, that's what's going to end up happening. And so, for a lot of people, the bulk of society that might be watching this trapped in their house, they can really kind of resonate with this because these are not necessarily beautiful people. Now they are rich. All right, they've gotten very rich off this illegal cat stuff. But for most people, they can, they, they can really kind of resonate and associate with these people. And so in thinking about that, I wanted to think about some stuff that we could learn, all right? That question, why? Why do these terrible things happen? Why do people watch this show? Why is it that if you, hey, look, if you're team Joe, why is it that Joe ended up the way he did? And let's be honest, at the beginning of this whole, it's supposed to be a documentary for God's sakes. At the beginning of this documentary, it's just a dude who had tigers. And all of a sudden, by the end of it, he ends up in prison. All right. And I know Team Joe's out there. All right. I've seen the T-shirts. So how, why? Why did these things happen? And let's, so let's talk about that today. OK, so first off is the reality drama. We as human beings love reality drama. All right. We get pulled into it. So when you watch this show, you got a guy who's kind of, I don't know, the rocky figure of this. I mean, he's, he's gay and he comes from a terrible background and um, uh, he feels alone in the world, tries to commit suicide, right? And, and, he, and he loves these cats, these little tigers, right? And so he makes himself a park and he, he loves being the center of attention like anyone else who felt like an outcast. And, um, and so he's, he's out doing this. He's, he's entertaining people. He loves it. It enriches his life. And then you got this gal, right? And this gal comes from what appears a very loving family, but then she got raped and family didn't love her anymore. She left home at 15 and basically, you know, moved around everywhere, um, eventually finds herself in a really good situation that involves tigers. And uh, then her husband disappears or is murdered, depending on how you want to watch the TV show. I guess it, it depends on your perspective. She now is fighting to rescue these cats. All right, and to take care of them. And so people are watching this and, and, and people are riveted by it. It's the same thing right now with COVID-19 when we have Republicans and Democrats, right? But so there's this reality drama and, and so we're always watching it. And the thing about that, re, that reality drama is, is human behavior. Human behavior is ugly. We as creatures, all right, we operate on self-interest. We want to do what we want to do. And we don't care if it hurts other people. I mean, just look at history. It's always that way. This is why socialism can't work. It's why utopian societies don't work because people are awful. Okay. And so when they do this, people got to choose teams. Again, goes back to COVID-19, Republicans and Democrats. We choose a team. We choose a color. We're, we're, we're tribal. As people, we're tribal. We want to find people who either agree with us or accept us. And so now all of a sudden you got people saying, well, Joe's right or Joe's wrong, right? You got people saying Carol's right, Carol's wrong. Carol came out of that pretty ugly, actually. And 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 now you got Team Joe out there, all right? People who, you know, again, free Joe. Um, here's the thing. I mean, by the sounds of it, Joe did something crappy, which is probably why he's in prison right now. I know what you're going to say. There's a lot of other people who did crap. You're absolutely right. And I'm going to talk about that. See, where Joe went wrong is when he got away from the Tigers, and he started dealing with people. No tiger is as evil as a human being. All right? Tiger will look at you. He'll lick you. 
he'll roll with you, and then he'll crush your, you know, windpipe, and then he'll eat you. It's beautiful. It's true. Human beings on the other side are shady. All right, what does the kids say? AF, all right? They're shady, and they'll do things, and they'll screw each other over. Tigers don't do that. And that was Joe's problem. Joe got out of the tiger cage, and he started dealing with people. And so what did he do? He started dealing with those guys, the, the guy from Las Vegas, right? And that guy's buddy. And all of a sudden, they're talking, and they're putting together plans. And all of a sudden, you got simple little Joe there, right? I'm not saying he's not smart, but I'm saying clearly he's not smart because he got himself into a really terrible situation. And now all of a sudden, he's in jail for attempting to kill someone, all right? And see, the problem was is, is, is he, chose, he chose a team, and he decided that this has to happen, I've got to reflect this way. And I know there's a lot of things going on in his personal life. And I don't even get into that as far as, you know, first husband leaves, his second husband dies. And um, and so, but here's the problem. We as people are terrible. And Joe got in line with the wrong people. Now, do I think those people should be in prison? By watching the show, I would say, yeah, they probably should be. Because for all intents and purposes, they basically set him up. Now, here's the problem. He was involved with it. And that's where his problem was. And that's why people always have to be careful. If you're learning something from the Tiger King, it's understanding you can't trust human beings. People always operate on self-interest. I'll share a story with you. My grandfather, all right? My grandfather had a fifth grade education, um, born in 1915, came up from Kentucky during the Great Depression era, right? Um, and with only a fifth grade education, by the time he ended up in, a, in, in my hometown, he had a farm with over 300 plus acres, milking 100 cows. I mean, a man made something out of himself. And my grandfather used to love to share stories, which is probably why I do the very same thing. And he told me the story that just I, it cinches this perfectly. All right. And, and pardon my French, because my grandfather used salty language. Uh, he was he was an artist in it, kind of like Picasso was in shapes and paint. And, uh, and if I'm gonna tell a story, I got I got to use his version. All right. But he told this story about people. And he said, oh, Jim, sit down. Let me tell you a story. We sit on a porch and he tells me this story. Now, I've actually heard this story other places. Many of you have heard it. I actually heard it once um, in the movie uh, Natural Born Killers. Um, but I'm going to give his variation of it, all right? So he sits me down and he says, ah, he goes, once upon a time, there was this old Indian lady. She was out in the desert and she's going back to her, her tribe and sundown comes. She realized she's not going to make it. So she's going to set up camp for the night, sets up a little camp, starts looking for some branches and some twigs to make fire. Right. And as she's searching, the sun's basically down. She finds a snake. She finds a rattlesnake. Now there's no rocks around. So she realizes that at night when the temperature drops well below freezing, this snake is going to freeze to death because it didn't get back to a rock. And she respect the snake, just like a lot of Native Americans. So she scooped up the snake. She brought it back to her campsite. She started the fire and she took the snake and she put the snake next to the rocks that she had put around the fire. And as the fire went on, it warmed up the rocks and warmed up the snake. The snake now feeling warm, realizing it's not going to die, is sitting there looking at the old lady. The old lady thinks to herself, he must be hungry. And she's cooking this little, this little chicken bird that she had, uh, she had brought. And she, she took a little piece of this little chicken thing and she went over and she gave it to the snake. Snake gobbled it up. She thought, good, I fed the snake. I warmed the snake. I saved the snake's life. Eventually she lays down to go to bed. The snake wiggles on over to the old lady and lays next to her, right? And she thinks, 
Obviously, I've made a connection with the snake. I've done a good thing. I've been helpful. See, we as people always think we're being helpful. And that means we're due some good things. In the middle of the night, she stirs in a dream. The snake, aroused from its sleep, scared, bites the old lady. Old lady comes too. Snake's got its fangs in her leg. She knocks the snake off. She gets away from the snake. The snake's sitting there and looks at her. She realizes she's miles and miles from anywhere. She's been bitten by this rattlesnake and she's going to die. She looks over at the rattlesnake and she says, why? I don't understand. I, I found you when you were dying. I scooped you up. I warmed you up so you wouldn't die. I fed you so that your belly would be full. I gave you a warm place to sleep. And this is what you do to me? You bit me? I'm going to die now. Why would you do that? And the answer to the why, the snake looks at her and says, I'm a snake. It's what I do. The moral of that story is, is the lady has no reason to be angry at the snake. Because biting is what that snake does. And so understand that you can't get in, in, into bed with a bunch of bad people like Joe did. Those guys from Las Vegas, those guys were the snakes. And guess what? When, when you get in, in cahoots with crappy people, expect crappy things to happen. It sucks for Joe. But at the same time, they're a snake. It's what they do. So when you start thinking about lessons to be learned from Tiger King, please make sure you think about who are the people you're interacting with. What about them do you know about them? If you know someone who's a liar, why would you ever be surprised when they lie to you? You shouldn't be because it's what they do. All right, guys. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. Hopefully uh, we learned a couple of lessons from uh, Joe, the Tiger King exotic. Um, again, folks, uh, I love having you here. Please leave a comment. Please leave a review. We definitely could use those. Um, again, like, subscribe, support. Um, and, and, and like I said, we'll have some more coming up this week, uh, especially for a couple that have been asked for. Uh, and as always, guys, uh, please... Uh, be kind to each other. Be helpful, especially in this time when everything's kind of crazy. And as always, live life to the fullest without excuses, even in crazy times like these. See ya.